0: Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to an all new brand new Russell Wortham show coming to you live, commercial free from my super secret back cave folks. We are back and back in the middle of greatness. Oh my goodness, gracious. Uh big, 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 big huge show coming up for y'all today, if you are new here, welcome on in, kick your feet up, it is, well, it's a little less scorching, but it is scorching out there, and so, uh, kick your feet up, get something to drink, uh, and let's just have some, uh, some fun, this is your one-stop shop for everything, W-W-E, and so... Let's just go straight into the show. I usually give y'all a bit of a roadmap, so this is the introduction. Uh share with you just something just in general that's going on uh with me or something that's going on in, in uh in wrestling. Then I do the main event where I review or preview uh shows. Then we have the last two episodes of Dark Side of the Ring, we've got, uh, of which were just, wow. Uh, I was just like, that is something. So, Bash at the Beach and The World According to Marty Jannetty. And then, finally, some thank yous in long form. So, that is the roadmap for the show. Let's get going. And in this week's introduction, three big things. Number one, uh, and this is in no particular order, but number one, uh, tickets for WrestleMania have uh, come up on sale for the uh, good folks in or, or in and around. Uh, the Philadelphia area for next uh, April. We're going to be talking about that. We're going to be talking about the rumors, and I i do mean the rumors that Edge has wrestled his final match for WWE. And then uh, we are going to... Um talk. Uh so uh, ba- basically those those two things. Um right, so let's start off with WrestleMania. WrestleMania tickets have uh gone on sale as of this past Friday. Just out of sheer curiosity. I went on to the Ticketmaster website, okay? So Ticketmaster, right? And I saw something that was just really just mind-blowing to me. So I looked for disabled seating, thinking, okay, how how much how much is it for disabled seating? Um $1,000 <laughs> is a thousand dollars for a handicapped, accessible, disabled, accessible, whatever you want to call it, seat at Lincoln Financial Field. Now I'm a capitalist, all right. I believe in making money. If you have an idea, go ahead. Make your money. I have no problem with people making their money. What I do have a problem with is going out there and saying, oh yeah you're disabled, well you're going to have to make a decision your social security money or Wrestlemania that's what Essentially, WWE and Ticketmaster have said, essentially, to disabled folks, Hey, do you want your your Social Security money, or do you want to go to WrestleMania? I think that is really not okay. Um... I would like to see WWE go to Ticketmaster and say lower the price. Lower the price for disabled people so they have a fair shot at going to WrestleMania. Because $1,000 for for a handicap accessible seat... For for one night. That's just for one night. So if you want to go to both WrestleMania nights, that is $2,000. Folks, I don't know about you. That is too rich for my blood. And so I don't know... I don't know what WWE can do. I wish that, that WWE go to Ticketmaster and say lower the price for our disabled fans, lower the price I, I'm going to throw back the curtain you know, on, on things a lot of the shows over the last call it 15 years that I've been to have been in Tucson at the Tucson Convention Center. It's beautiful building, been there many times. Heck of a you know heck of a deal. But I've always been put up at the very tippy top. That's fine. That's fine. But what's happening is so you could think Okay, well, in theory, you're going to see into, you know, down, into the ring, and and you've got the best vantage point, you know, and, and all that, and it's just great. You would think. But then you have people standing up in front of me. Again, totally fine. I mean, they pay their, their hard-earned money. To 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 watch, Raw or SmackDown, um. So I you know, I get it. I get it. But that means that I'm not watching what's going on in the ring, and I'm stuck watching the Titantron. i um, you know, and I'm thinking to myself. Okay, well, if I'm paying 150 bucks, my own hard-earned money to watch wrestling, but I'm not getting to watch it because people are standing up, you know, blocking my view, and I'm just watching the screen, I might as well be staying home. Save my money, and that sucks. That sucks, and you say, "Oh well, but okay." So maybe you just go out into, you know, the you know the stair, you know, well uh, area, um, and and you can see from there. You can't block access. To the stairs. So. I'm literally stuck. And I don't see the action. That's what I'm afraid of. At Lincoln Financial Field. For people that are. Wanting to go. That are disabled. That. I mean. First of all. They're being charged an arm and a leg. Not by some third party. Okay, we're not talking about some third party, um, you know, uh, you know, uh, ticket place. No, we're talking about Ticketmaster. Thousand bucks. That is that is inexcusable. I, I'm sorry. I don't understand. I am a capitalist, but we're talking about. Disabled people who want to go to the biggest event of the year. And you are charging them $1,000 per night. That's inexcusable. I'm sorry. That is inexcusable. So, WWE. Ticketmaster. Crazy idea. Crazy idea. Lower the price. Lower the price and give us access to front row seating. I understand that those seats come at a premium. I understand this. But that way everybody wins. We who are disabled get to be close to the action view unobstructed okay everybody else can stand and cheer and do what they need to do and so those are my two suggestions lower the price and make available uh Handicap seating, accessible seating, front row. Now, how do you do this? Well, this might seem a bit, uh, I don't want to say authoritarian, but you have a registry set up. Or disabled fans, you need to have a documented disability, okay. And so WWE and Ticketmaster will have access to that registry. So let's say they go to Oklahoma City. Just throwing out a, a you know a, a you know place, they go to Oklahoma City. They look on their, um, you know, they they look on their their, uh, list and say, okay, we've got a thousand disabled people, uh, disabled fans that are here in and around the Oklahoma City area. Cool. And let's say that 500 of them show up. So you check the ticket list to your registry and say, and I'm just being very, very basic here. John Smith or Jane Doe are coming to the arena in Oklahoma City. And so, okay. Okay we're going to allocate those seats to the people that are on that registry. You're still going to get money. You are still going to get money. But you are giving people a fair and legitimate chance to go and and to, 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 to cheer. Um, I'll have to get with... One of my very dear friends uh, from from high school, um, and um, see if if I can uh, talk about uh, her and, and and her son's um, uh, experience with with WWE. I'll i have to reach out to them. See see if that's okay. And. If for some unforeseen reason that WWE and Ticketmaster can't make this happen, WWE, take it under your control. I know you do this and you do a fabulous, fabulous job with Make-A-Wish. You have been great partners with Make-A-Wish. It has Um, uh, it has, you know, uh, brought smiles to so many children with life-threatening illnesses. Go and please say, you know what? We're going to open up an hour early. Yes, we're so going to do Make-A-Wish, That is important, but open it up. Say, if you're disabled, if you want to be backstage, I mean, out of the way, obviously, because people are still trying to produce and whatever, but if you want to be backstage and you want to talk to wrestlers, you want to get autographs, you want to get swag, you want to do all these things, come an hour early. Come an hour early. We will get you all hooked up. And I don't know if um it's possible, but maybe do like a you know a, you know, a walk or a stroll down down the aisle. You know? Give us the opportunity, you know, and again, I'm not talking about with music and pyro and stuff like that. I'm talking about just, just give us the just give us the the opportunity to go down the aisle. You know, to go down the rampway and 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 just to take that all in. It's 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 just common sense. Anyway, enough about that. Let's move on to the other big story of, uh, this week. Um, and then, um, I've got uh, one other story, uh, that we're going to uh, talk about just very, very briefly. Um, but that is the 25th anniversary of Edge in WWE celebrated this past Friday. It was a it was a heck of a show. It was great watching the highlights. It was great to watch that match between Edge and Sheamus. They tore the house down. Beth Phoenix uh, was 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 there you know, with uh, Ruby and Lyric, uh their their kids. Super awesome to watch. Just that whole thing. Um, in in Toronto. It was just awesome. Here's the here's the problem. A lot of people on social media Are saying, oh, this is Edge's last match in WWE. Well, in fairness, in fairness, Edge said that he wanted to retire in Toronto. That he wanted his last match in Toronto. That is a fact. What I'm concerned about is that everybody is assuming that Edge... Is just done with WWE. And I say that he's not done for a number of reasons. Number one. Chief amongst that is. Yes, SmackDown was in Toronto. Yes, it was a special night on Friday. But do you really believe that Edge is willing to give up. Tens of thousands of people. To go to. AEW where he gets roughly half of that crowd I don't think so I really don't believe so and that's not a knock towards AEW that's just a fact if he's going to if Edge is going to believe WWE do you think he really wants to play to only 6, 7, 8 thousand people I don't think he does Not big enough stage. That's number one. Number two, his passion. If you listened to his promo... If you listened to his promo... uh, When uh, he was talking with Sheamus. Setting up the match. The passion, the edge that Adam Copeland still has for this business. That we call professional wrestling... I mean, he is still all in. No pun intended. He is still all in. He wants to be in with, you know, the roar of the crowd. He he still gets a charge from that. He has plenty left in the tank. So that's that's another reason. Also... Excuse me. Also. Edge. Is. Going to shoot. Um. Percy Jackson. The TV series. But. That's nothing new. Edge. Has been fortunate. Uh enough to have um done some really cool things. Work on Haven, work on movies, um uh Percy Jackson, all that. So I mean, there's that. <sighs> and then my final piece of evidence is Edge saying on social media that he wants to win the World Heavyweight Championship. Now, you could say, well, there's a number of World Heavyweight Championships out there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But you know which one he wants. It's the one that he never lost. I'm talking about the big gold belt. He never lost that. He had to relinquish that. He had to retire because of his neck. And here we are, years later. Was it 12 years later? And Edge is at the top of his game. He is still passionate about the business. So, you could look at it two ways. You could say that Edge has wrestled his last match on SmackDown. So, if you say that just, you know... it. If you say that just, no pause, no anything. Edge has wrestled his last match on SmackDown. You could reasonably say okay, yeah, maybe he has wrestled his last match in WWE. But, but, if you put just a tiny little pause in there, just a tiny little pause and say, Edge has wrestled his last match on SmackDown, then that changes. It's all how you say that phrase. Because then that changes to, Well, maybe he's wrestled his final match on SmackDown. And then he's just going to go over to Raw. So. If Edge. Tonight. If Edge. Tonight. On Dynamite. If he says. Yeah, I am here and I'm I'm with with Christian again and all that. If he wa if Edge walks out tonight on Dynamite, I will shut my trap. I will happily eat my words and I will say, okay, I guess the rumors were true. But I don't really know if that's the case. So, we need to take stuff with a grain of salt. I know that we fans want to get all these little you know, bits and pieces of information, all these nuggets, and that's great. But we've got to be very careful what we're doing because rumors can spiral out of control and yeah so, that's that, uh, so that's that, finally, um, two people that came into WWE that I thought, oh my gosh, what, <laughs> come to find out that for the last uh, little while that Nick Aldis, the former NWA World's Heavyweight Champion, and Robert Rude are backstage, um, Basically auditioning to be producers. And I don't know what chain uh what what, what change would think uh with uh, Nick Aldous. I know that Nick or it was reported that Nick didn't want a producer's role, that he thought, you know, I still can go in the ring, I want to be in the ring. So I don't know what's changed. Um, but just the mere fact that Robert Rood and Nick Aldis are in WWE, Nick, Nick Aldis, the Great White Whale. Pardon the phrasing, but he he's he's kind of like the Moby Dick figure. He, that was the one guy that everybody was like, "Nope, nope, he's never gonna go to WWE." Yes, I know Cody left, but then he came back. I'm talking about Nick Aldis. That if you would have said five years ago, three years ago, hey, you're going to go to WWE, and he would have been like, no, I have no intention of going to WWE. So, I mean, come on. Right. Well, that is the introduction. Thank you for uh, letting me um, kind of um, flesh things out. So, um, we start off with uh, Raw from uh, two weeks ago. Um, It was the Raw after SummerSlam. You had failed four-way, so you had Ricochet, you had uh, Chad Gable, uh, you had, um, you know, uh, oh, I'm <laughs> I'm blanking, I, I, I really do apologize, but you had failed four-way, it was tremendous, it was amazing um, to watch, Chad Gable uh, won that match. And then you had six man tag. And then, of course, the highlights from SummerSlam. Uh, NXT, we had uh, Mustafa Ali versus Axiom. That was a heck of a match. Uh, Mustafa Ali uh, picks up the victory there. Tyler Bate versus Noam Dar for the Heritage Cup trophy. That was a heck of a match. And. Uh, Tyler Bate won to become the new Heritage Cup champion. He had Braun uh, Breaker versus uh, Von Wagner. Uh, They beat the holy heck out of uh, of each other, but Braun uh, won the match. Finally, Dominic Mysterio, dirty Dominic Mysterio, beating Dragon Lee off of a distraction from uh Rhea Ripley. Alright. Uh and then uh finally on uh SmackDown from a couple weeks ago you had Charlotte versus Oscar. That was a heck of a match. It was a heck of a match. Uh but damage control came and um basically uh, interrupted that match. AJ, Ver, uh, AJ, uh, AJ Styles versus Karrion Cross. That was a great match. Karrion Cross was dominating that match, but, uh, ended up losing. I'm really afraid that WWE pretty much just giving up on Karrion Cross. Um, and then, uh, Edge and Sheamus set up their match top dollar versus LA Knight. That was a short match and Rey Mysterio beating beating Austin Theory to become the new United States champion. Now this last week's um, so we've got uh, JD McDonough versus Wing. One half of Cozy, your WWE Unified Tag Team Champions, Sammy Zayn. That was a heck of a match. Uh but uh JD McDonough just can't catch a break. Um Chad Gable uh, versus uh Vinci um from uh, Imperium, Chad Gable wins, Otis versus, now I know his name is Gunther, third, but I'm always going to call him Walter, Otis versus Walter, that was, as Jim Ross used to say, a slobber knocker, it was physical, uh, but Walter wins that match. Uh you had Drew McIntyre and Matt Riddle versus the Viking Raiders, Tristratus, uh versus Becky that uh ended up uh in a double count out. Uh and then uh Cody Rhodes defeating Finn Balor. Uh more miscommunication between Finn Balor and Damian Priest. So we'll see what happens with that. Alright, uh, very quickly, uh, we will go through, uh, now I know that it happened last night, but I'm going to still be uh, previewing uh, Heat Wave, um, heat wave um, and then I will be uh, reviewing it um, next week. Alright, so um there's that. Okay and so let's see what we got here. here we go. So heat wave uh was uh last night. So, uh, we're just going to, um, go through the, uh, match card. So, um, you've got, um, yeah you know, uh, got Ilya Dragunov, um, defeating, or, well, uh, <laughs> yeah, I, I don't want to give any, uh, any spoilers, away. Dragunov versus Trick Williams. I think it's going to be a heck of a match. Very physical. Uh, Ivy Nile and uh is uh going to be um going up against uh Ava uh so going can be also a physical match. Noam Dar uh with the metaphor of Earl Menza, Lash Legend, and Jakarta Jackson uh going up uh against um. Uh, Nathan Frazier uh, with Tyler Bate. Uh, then um, Lyra Valkyria, Dragon Lee versus Judgment Day of uh, Dominic Mysterio and uh, Rhea Ripley. That should be very physical. And Carmelo Hayes versus Wes Lee for the NXT Championship. So we will. Review next week. Um, finally. Um, we've got. Um, uh, Smackdown from this past Friday. Um, pretty much already talked about. You know all of that. So. Uh, that is. Uh, what's going on. With WWE. Now. Very quickly, Dark Side of the Ring, the last two episodes of season four, you had uh, Bash of the Beach 2000, and you had The World According to Mari Gennetti. So let's start off with Bash of the Beach. Look, this was one of the first and maybe only times that I actually believed Vince Russo over Eric Bischoff. Um, There was talk about, you know, politicking and storylines and creative control and Hogan had total creative control over every finish that he was in. And... Just that whole debacle. Um, And um, Vince Russo... Coming out... Cutting a skating promo on Hulk Hogan. And Hogan... um, After he... I guess you could say penned... uh, Jeff Jarrett... Saying you know, this is why this company's in that bad of a shape, and, um, Jeff Jarrett has no love loss for Hulk Hogan, so, I mean, it was just kind of a mess, um, all the way around, uh, and then finally, The World According to Marty Jannetty, um, yeah, it was, it was fascinating, um, Marty was talking about his drug usage, his alcohol usage, talking about his time with Shawn Michaels and the Rockers, uh, talking about the now infamous Rocker Dropper incident. That was not Marty's fault. I know that Marty blames himself. That was not Marty's fault. Uh, Dude... So... Apparently, you just take it just just, just straight down, you know, so you're, you know, up and then down, nobody gets hurt. Well, this guy decided, you know what, I want to, I want to jump. I want to get, I want to get, you know, a big reaction from the crowd. So he jumped, and he basically dove into the mat. As he was coming down. Um and um, so Marty, Marty, that was not on Marty. Um. Marty, also um talked about um you know his um controversial comments that he's had online. Um, that have been uh, deemed as being racist or just flat out out of bounds um and there was one particular instance we'll not go into it because you know family show and all but he said yeah I was hacked so we'll see what happens uh with um with that going forward um but Marty uh, is in rough shape. Sanko has not been really good for years and years and years. It was sad to see Marty in a wheelchair. Um. So yeah. Um. So yeah. There's there's uh, the final two episodes of Dark Side of the Ring. All right. So. Uh, We end this mega-sode with uh, thank yous. Thank you to everybody around the world. I am now in 33 countries. I just got uh, the uh, Trinidad and Tobago. Oh, my gosh. I am so incredibly honored to be down in the Caribbean uh, area. Very grateful for that. Grateful to uh, the good folks over at uh, Envato Elements. I'm grateful to the good folks over at Onestopwrestling.com for giving me this platform. Helping me to go all around the world. So, that is the show for this week. Thank you for being here. Uh, I will be back next week. We will recap... Uh, heat Wave, and preview Payback. Um, so, until I see you guys next week, this is Russell Wortham, and just like the Bills saying all those many years ago, love, need. I will see you guys next week.